This is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer of Kramer Investment Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Kramer provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer from Kramer Investment Services. If you'd like to hear more information about this show, feel free to give us a call. For those of you in Wisconsin, the number is 262-729-4128. Those of you in the state of Illinois, it's 815-331-8096. Or visit us online at www.kramerinvestmentservices.com. And that's Kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R. This show is also available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out with us if you have any questions or if you wish to set up a meeting. Now, as it's depicted in popular culture and advertising, looking ahead to retirement is a time of great excitement and optimism. After all, if you're in your mid-60s, you've likely been working for more than 40 years. So retirement means you can spend your time doing the things you've always wanted to do. And while that depiction of retirement is in many ways true, it's also true that those final years and months leading up to retirement can be a source of great anxiety. But before we get into common retirement fears and what you can do to combat them, I would like to introduce to you to my co-host, Tony Shore from cold Minneapolis. Tony, how are you doing today? Yeah, yeah, from Minnesota. Yeah, it is cold. It's not been a bad winter, though. You know, like you guys, it's been milder than usual, so that's good. Uh, But yeah, I'm doing well, trying to stay warm, keep busy. How about you? How are you doing, Jim? It's doing doing fine. Actually, I looked up the weather here where I am in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, and the weather is actually colder here today than it is up in Minneapolis. So I was going to tease you today, but I can't really. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, it's uh that's that doesn't surprise me actually. We've been having some a decent weather. So, uh but uh, have you been keeping busy? I mean, you this is a busy time of year, right? Absolutely. Um this is a a time when many people are looking at um you know what they have plans for their investments this year and you know there was a an election so, you know, a lot of concern or excitement, depending upon how you feel. So there's been a lot of uh, things that I've had discussions on with my existing clients. And we put together, I think, a pretty good uh, 2021 financial plan for many of those individuals. Yeah, that's great. Well, and, and I think you've it's going to be a great show. You've painted an interesting picture for us. I mean, You can hardly pick up a magazine or watch a TV show without seeing ads uh, depicting those retired couples, uh, you know, on a sailboat or walking along the beach or riding a tandem bicycle. I even remember the one ad where it had (laughs) two people in bathtubs on a beach holding hands. I mean, uh, (laughs) clearly the ads tell us uh, they're living the good life. 
but those same ads, I don't think, ever tell us how much sweat and hard work went into reaching that picture picture perfect retirement, right? That's right. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And getting somebody ready for retirement, you've always wanted to take a lot of work. Uh, it does take a lot of work to get yourself ready for retirement. And there's going to be doubts and worries along the way. And yeah, that's perfectly natural. And uh, there was a, Tony, there was a November 2020 article from U.S. News and World Report. And the article was called Common Retirement Financial Fears and How to Overcome Them. Some really good, interesting observations and advice from that article. Cool. You know, I I think uh, worrying is normal. And our listeners know that, you know, if they're worried about how their retirement is going to look, they're in good company. A lot of folks out there worry about retirement. Uh, So what's the first piece of advice you have for us? Well, the, the first number one fear that we have is for most of the people that I've met over the years is the fear of running out of money. And on the surface, that's should be number one for the vast majority of people out there. It's not easy to determine how much money you're likely to need in retirement with any real certainty. There's no magic bullet number out there that says that's exactly how much every American needs. But one good way to address this fear is to work with an experienced financial professional that can calmly and confidently address your concerns and questions and put together a game plan for you. You know, a good financial services professional that may be well positioned to help you add more certainty into your retirement to help relieve perhaps some of that anxiety. Well, yeah, and that's and that's what you've helped your clients with over the years. And, and you're there to help our listeners with this as well, uh, not only through the show, but they can set up a complimentary consultation with you and get a strategy in place. And uh, you know, I've also read that good good software programs can help when building a financial strategy. And I know that you utilize uh, software to help your clients, uh, don't you? Yeah, that's a great point, Tony. Thanks for bringing that up. You know, a strong software program that is available to really everybody on the web can help you make your calculations and show you exactly how much money you're going to need for retirement. You can uh, plug in a number of different things into that model and and out can come up with a plan as to how much you need to save, what your income needs are going to be in retirement. And this is something that I often do for clients, especially those who have a lot of fear, anxiety out there, not really sure what to do. And they're not very good at uh, putting this all together into a one puzzle. And that's sort of where I come into play. Yeah. And you need that strategy. I mean, you have to have something that's going to fully utilize a financial professional like you. Uh, That seems like a good start to me. Uh, One of the things that goes hand in hand with saving enough money for retirement is making sure that it can withstand inflation. Uh, That can really hit people hard in retirement, right? Yeah, absolutely, Tony. As prices are ticking up, your money you save for in retirement does not have as much purchasing power. And if inflation goes up rapidly, for whatever reason, it could absolutely imperil your preferred retirement lifestyle. Those changes could be small initially, like not being able to eat out as much or travel as often, or they can definitely become more significant down the road, depending upon how much money you've saved. Right. And it sounds like something you'd want to consider on your journey to retirement. Uh, What do you have for us next? 
Well, the next concern that I've heard often is high healthcare costs. And um, high healthcare costs have definitely prevented individuals from retiring. And specifically before the age of 65, when people become Medicare eligible, uh, healthcare costs are the biggest driver of inflation, but particularly for retirees, it takes a bigger bite out of their paycheck, especially when you're on a fixed income. Uh, one option to consider, now this is just one of many options that I discuss with my clients, is opening up a health savings account if you have the right type of health plan. And many people have high deductible health care plans today, and if it's health if it's HSA compatible or what we call health savings account compatible, that could really help you to cover your medical costs and also get some general tax savings. And then once you turn age 65 and you roll in Medicare, you're unable to fund that program, but you can use the funds that are in that account to help cover, say, your Medicare supplemental premiums that you have to pay at that point in time. Interesting. So, uh, yeah, healthcare costs are outrageously expensive, and you hear these figures of how much you're going to spend on healthcare during your retirement. And I think a lot of people have a misconception about Medicare, thinking that's going to cover everything, uh, and it doesn't. So uh, you really have to be prepared for that. Now, before we move on, why don't we take a minute here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you to set up that complimentary consultation, Jim. Oh, I'd like to encourage our listeners, Tony, to visit my website at www.kramerinvestmentservices.com. That's K-R-A-M-E-R Investment Services. Or you can call us in Wisconsin. Our Lake Geneva office is 262-729-4128. Those of you in Illinois, our McHenry office is 815 331 Nine six. You can set up a complimentary, no obligation consultation, or just talk to us uh, over the phone. Um, it's our goal. Our goal just to help people in retirement, addressing whatever uh, concerns that they might have. They might have a need to help them with their investing. They might need more of an overall financial plan, or they might have certain specific needs that we can as assist them with. Uh, that's excellent. And what's the phone number people can call to set up a, a complimentary consultation once again? Oh, sure. It is in Wisconsin, 262-729-4128 or in Illinois, 815-331-8096. All right. And we're going to keep rolling with our show. We've been talking about some of the more common fears that people nearing retirement have about their finances and how those fears can be addressed. And you know, Jim, you talked in the first segment about having some trepidation about certain elements of retirement and how that's perfectly normal. I mean, retirement is a gigantic life change. And when you combine that with no more steady paycheck, uh, that could be scary. It's a lot to process. And thankfully, most of these fears and questions can be adequately addressed as you're talking about here today, right? That's right. Um, you know, a solid, comprehensive financial plan, Tony, is often a powerful way to alleviate those very natural financial fears that many people have about retirement. The next frequent area of anxiety comes from a U.S. News and World Report article called Common Retirement Financial Fears and How to o Overcome Them is a Stock Market Crash. 
And we saw one earlier this year. It immediately corrected itself. Now, I'm talking back to to February and March of 2020, which was very scary for people. Yeah. And without getting into specifics about the stock market on our show, you know, that could be another podcast that we have, Tony, that we can discuss. Sure. Uh, we don't have enough time today to go over that specific topic. But however, if you have significant money tied up in the market, and specifically the stock market, I think it is very important that you work closely with a financial services professional who has market experience that can make sure that they put you in the right type of stock market investments, given the level of risk uh, that you're willing to absorb. Otherwise, what we call your risk tolerance, your income needs that you have in retirement, as well as your age. We factor all three things at my firm before we come out with a overall investment strategy, whether that includes stocks, bonds, exchange-traded funds, and there's a number of other investment uh, strategies that we have out there. Sure. There's a lot of great retirement vehicles and and type accounts uh, for retirement these days and a lot of different things that people can use. And I know you look at everything depending on a person's unique situation. And on a lot of shows, I know uh, we've talked about the idea when it comes to finances, it can be a good idea to get help from uh, a financial advisor like yourself when it comes to crafting that strategy. And of course, get a second opinion. And and that philosophy applies to folks who have money in the market for sure. So what do you have next for us? Well, the next area of concern is children moving back home, which I think is pretty interesting. That's one of the most... uh, frequent comments that I hear from retirees these days. And certainly um, most people, they love their children. They have an instinct to help them, whatever the cost is. But if your child is moving back home, the cold reality is it's really going to cost you. Another adult living in the home means expenses are going to go up, Tony. If one of your children has moved home and for whatever reason, one wise move may be to have them agree to pay their own expenses by contributing to a household savings account. Furthermore, if your child is moving back home because of a student loan debt or any other type of debt, it's perfectly fair for you to ask them to come up with a firm plan on how and when that debt will be paid off. And finally, Tony, and perhaps most importantly, you and your child should sit down and agree to a date when your child will once again move out of the house and strike out on their own. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, they call it the sandwich generation. We're starting to see that where we have adult children coming back home and we're having to take care of elderly parents. Right. So a lot of folks are finding themselves in these situations and you need to deal with that. I mean, a child moving back home right before you retire is probably a wrinkle a lot of people don't expect or plan for, but I know it happens quite frequently. And working with them on a plan, like you say, for getting back on their feet and out of the house sounds like a great solution for everyone. Right. And then there's the fear of Social Security, taking it at the wrong time. Yep. Uh, Getting the timing right with Social Security can be rather tricky. Now, you can begin collecting Social Security when you're age 62, but your monthly check is going to be a lot smaller if you do that, as opposed to waiting all the way to full retirement age, Tony. And that age can be anywhere from 66 to age 67, depending upon the year of your birth. Now, you could always wait to age 70 if you wanted to, to get the maximum monthly paycheck from Social Security. You want to take a look at other retirement 
savings that you have to, to anticipate how much money you're likely to need to maintain your preferred lifestyle before you make any decisions about Social Security. Yeah, I know it's a big one. I mean, when to file for Social Security is a great conversation to have with someone like yourself. And I know uh, we're going to dedicate a whole show to how to maximize your Social Security. And I think that's a big element uh, of, uh, you know, not running out of money in retirement. You have to look at that. And so I want to just keep moving. I'm, we're going to jump right to the next segment. I want to keep going. It's been a great show talking about common economic fears that a lot of people grapple with before they retire. Uh, what do you have next for us? Well, since spending on our first two segments, we addressed common pre-retirement fears. I thought we'd switch it up a bit and focus on something that's a potentially a little more fun. Another recent U U.S. News and World Report article, Can You Retire on $1 Million? How Far Will It Go? I thought it was pretty insightful, Tony. To me, $1 million has always been something of a magic number because it's concrete and understandable. Whether you're a titan of industry or a union carpenter, you know that a million bucks, you know what that dollar amount means to you. Huh. I've That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've never thought of it that way, but you're right. A million dollars, it does sound like a magic number if you just stop about anyone on the street and ask them if they could retire comfortably on a million bucks. I'm guessing the majority of people would say yes. But I'm also guessing that it's at least it's probably more complicated than that, isn't it? Yes, Tony, it's a lot more complicated. But I think having a million dollars saved for retirement is still going to be plenty of money in retirement for the vast majority of individuals, especially when it's combined with Social Security or your other retirement assets, such as a pension, if you're fortunate enough to have one. As the article was noting, a financial company called Smart Asset examined typical expenses for households across the country and determined that a $1 million nest egg would last anywhere between 23 and 24 years into retirement. You should note that that figure factors a real return of interest on savings minus inflation. Huh. That's interesting. And, you know, people out there might be panicking, well, there's no way I could save that much. Or people might think, oh, there's you know, other people might think, oh, I've got to have more than that. And it, it, we want to point out, it you, really everybody's situation is different, but we're kind of having fun picking that number because a lot of people talk about that. And that statistic you said, uh, that's an interesting one. If you retire at 67, having money saved for 23 years, that's probably going to be enough then. Uh, does the power of saving a million dollars change depending on where you live? I would imagine it, it would. Yeah, it certainly does. If you live in a big city, let's let's use, for example, New York. That million dollars is only going to last you about 10 years for the average individual. On the other side, let's say if you live in a rural town in, let's say, northern Wisconsin, uh, that $1 million is going to go very, very far for you. It really depends on where you live. And then certain states, let's just bring up a state such as Texas. There's no state tax. Um, a lot of people in retirement are attracted to that because that's going to save them real money in retirement. Yeah. So basically, it sounds like the choice there is between Broadway shows and horseback riding. <laughs> yes, for sure. Or, or snowmobile riding, depending right. upon where you live. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, all right. So with the money you save, let's say in Texas, 
you, you let's say in a rural community there it, it would give you a couple of nice trips to new york every year that That's you could true. do that once you know so you could still venture out um but certainly the cost savings is going to be tremendous so let's say for somebody that lives in a small town in texas on average uh the savings is about you're going to spend excuse me about six thousand dollars a year on housing conversely in let's say new york city the spending on housing is going to be over 28000 on average a year. So broken down a bit further, that typically means a New York City resident is spending 38% of their budget on housing, which is quite a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. Yeah, sounds like the Big Apple can take a big bite out of your wallet. Right. And it, it could be New York. It could be Texas. I mean, it, it's there's certain areas of the country, Tony, as we all know, it's much lower costing. And I think a lot of retirees are attracted to those low cost areas. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we, we'll probably do a show on where the most inexpensive places to retire would be. Right. I think that'd be a great show. Yeah. I'd yeah. want to know. Yeah. It's not New York City. We know that. Yes. Yeah. So um, when and you know you have housing choices, you have the final say. Unlike healthcare, and because that's an area where you can only prepare so much for for what's waiting for you down the road, right? That's right. As the article that I just mentioned noted, a married couple can expect to spend in the neighborhood of two hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars on healthcare during their retirement. That's quite a wow. bit. And if you end that's up needing, huge. and that doesn't even consider long-term care. Oof. Which is another topic that we yeah. could we could talk about another day. Yeah, we will. Yeah, I, I know I know that you want to do that. Uh, does the does the article address ways that make saving a million dollars easier for people? Well, one million is certainly a sizable amount of money, and that could seem daunting to many people. But depends on how young you are when you get started. That could be a lot easier. So, sure. let's say Tony, you're 25 years old. If we can go back in time, that would be nice. Yeah. And you you're able to squirrel away about $400 a month on a consistent basis um as long as we just averaged a 7% annual rate of return by the time that 25-year-old worker gets to age 65, they'll have that magic $1 million. Wow. Yeah, so many so being able to utilize let's say for a young worker a 401k plan uh, especially for young people that could be, you know, they, they want to spend it in other areas. They're not thinking about retirement, but often the employer is going to match or up to a certain dollar amount, match that contribution, which makes it even easier for that person to get to that $1 million mark. Ah, that's true. You always want to take advantage of that 401k match. If your employer offers it, it sounds like it's a manageable strategy. Is there something older workers or folks close to retirement can do to catch up on their savings? Well, there are four, there are you can catch up and do higher contributions into an IRA for those that are 50 years or older. Uh, you can certainly start to increase your contributions into your 401k plans. Now, often if the child if they're they're children are all grown up and left the nest, so to speak, you know, some of the savings that they can use can be put into making larger contributions into their retirement program, certainly downsizing their home and reducing their overall expenses and using that savings to increase their retirement savings is certainly just one of a few options 
And one other option I would mention to to everybody is $1 million. Well, if it's, let's say, in a taxable account, such as a IRA or a 401k, well, it's not really $1 million to you because the government is going to take a, a big chunk uh, of that yeah, out Uncle as Sam. you withdraw from it. So yeah. that's where we have discussions with my clients about Roth IRA planning, which is very underutilized in this country. And the ability to draw that money out in retirement tax-free is significant, especially if you think that taxes are going to go up in the future. Well, and I think we all agree that they will, <laughs> especially yeah. now looking ahead. I mean, they could go up significantly this year, possibly. So uh, I think that's really smart. Now, we've come to the end of the show. We're almost out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go, Jim? Well, we've Tony, we've covered a lot today. And if you like more details about anything that we've talked about, you can feel free to visit my website at www.kramerinvestmentservices.com. That's K-R-A-M-E-R, Investment Services, or call my offices in Wisconsin. It's 262-729-4128. And in Illinois, it's 815-331-8096. And we'll be happy to help you with any questions that you have related to retirement. I know retirement fear is is very normal and understandable and you know you're sitting down with a good financial professional and there are a number of them number of good ones out there uh just being able to get an idea of what you need to do just to make sure that your retirement is secure or you feel reasonably certain that you're making the right decision which is very important uh that helps to relay a lot of things reduce a lot of anxiety and stress i would imagine and so uh, thanks for that. Now, once again, one more time before we go, let our listeners know those phone numbers where they can call to set up that complimentary no cost, no obligation consultation. Okay, sure. In Wisconsin, that's our Lake Geneva office. The number is 262-729-4128. Or in McHenry, for our Illinois viewers, it's 815-331-8096. All right. Well, thanks, Jim. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host, Jim Kramer. Yeah, join us soon for another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. Take care and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at KramerFinancialTalk.com. Fee-based planning and investment advisory services are offered by Kramer Investment Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and Illinois. Insurance products and services are offered through Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. Kramer Investment Services, LLC, and Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. are affiliated companies. Jim Kramer and Kramer Investment Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.